Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Be advised that the following show contains subject matter you may find objectionable. If you think that the Pope, Jerry Falwell, Pat Robertson, Fred Phelps, Mohammed, or Mel Gibson has some pretty good ideas, then please, go fuck yourselves. If you believe in Bigfoot, alien abductions, Chupacabra, the Loch Ness Monster, that the Earth is 6,000 years old, that Elvis is still alive, the theory of intelligent design and irreducible complexity, that if Obama is elected, we'll experience a thousand years of darkness, or that allowing gays to marry will destroy the fabric of American culture, then may we suggest you go listen to This Old House, or perhaps the ultimate bass fishing radio. And if you're Kirk Cameron, just go to hell, Kirk. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. But there is a new intro line to the show. That was nice of Ryan to create. We're glad to use it uh, for this episode of the show. We're happy that he created it. Since he put on it, we was supposed to be a disclaimer, since he put on it the following program, we figured we should probably put it at the beginning instead of, you know, at the end so people aren't fucking sitting there waiting for something to happen at the end of the show. Well, yeah, there's going to be a second show after the show. <laughs> they would be just fucking desperately hitting, like, this stop yeah. button, spiking their iPods yeah, no on kidding. the ground. They're like, oh, one is enough. Right. One is I plenty can't. for an entire week. That is not for me. They would say. <laughs> <laughs> but we do thank you. Thanks for uh, recording the disclaimer that is not a disclaimer that is an intro, which you just heard. So, see, so the first story that we're going to cover is actually from freethoughtblogs.com. Um, this is uh, a, a report um, regarding child marriage in Britain. Uh, there was a sting operation, a recent undercover operation, uh, by the Sunday Times that found imams in Britain willing to marry young girls as, marry, as young as five. As young as five years old. As long as they did it in secret. And in evil. I don't, you know, look, what's the big deal about marrying a five-year-old? I mean, come on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Tom. All the non-child fuckers out there are all like so hoity-toity. Look at me. I'm not a child fucker. Oh, look at me. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. It all comes down to consent, okay? And I can ask a child if they want to go to the park, and they can consent to that. Oh, no. I can ask them if they want ice cream, and they can consent to that, right? Why can't they consent to a fucking? Right. Why can't they consent to a Can you, like, I don't see any reason why they can't enlist, actually. 
Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> if we're going to have child brides, we just made yeah. love child soldiers. Fucking A, man. Child so- look, Colombia's been doing that for years, and look at how it's working out for we'll them. Go full on fucking Liberia on this shit. Yeah. Who oh, yeah. That child soldiers are the best, and they're tender, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> tender <laughs> and delicious. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We've well, you gone know, to it, a dark it, place. It, yeah. It does say uh, from the uh, from the article, um, quote, under Sharia Islamic law, there is no problem. It is said she should see her first sign of puberty at the house of her husband. <laughs> well, some people, Tom, don't like to wait. To see grass on the field before they play ball. Oh, jeez. They, they like playing in the sandlot, so that they're just, good. That's you just know? a fucking yeah. horror show. Yeah. What parent is like, oh, man, I got to marry this girl off. She's becoming kind of an old maid. These kindergartners, you know, I just can't keep feeding all of them. Yeah. And you notice, you notice, I mean, look at exactly what this is. It's it's girls, right? It's not, they're not fucking marrying off their young boys at five no. years old. No, of course not. No, it's fucking young girls. Again, you know, this is the misogyny that fucking breeds with this religion when you follow Sharia law. The idea that you would you would follow this Bronze Age text to the letter and say, you know what? Even if the girl fucking achieves puberty at her husband's house, that's fucking totally cool. Right. That's just fucking filthy is what it is. There's no right? problem? Right. What do you mean there's no problem? You know what I mean? Like that's what they're saying. No problem. Fucking the problem is you're fucking a 13-year-old. Well, There's the problem. It's a problem for half the people in the equation. Exactly, right? You know? and, and let's be honest. I mean, like, this is set up so that only half the people within the society count. So, you know, to some degree, the, the, the guy's right, you know, right? It, it, what's the problem? Women aren't people, so there's no people that were harmed in the making of these laws. Sure. You know? So it's, it, you know, there really is. And, the, you know, this thing goes on, this article goes on. It makes a very good point. It says, you know, the, these, the, all this Sharia law, the Sharia courts, the whole fucking farce of that nonsense. You know, you've got these communities. And, there, and, and we see, we have this in the States. I'm sure this is the, it, true of any uh, culture which has an immigrant culture to it. Um, you know, when, when you have a, a, a population of immigrants... Um, they obviously they cluster together for obvious reasons, um, and to some degree they can not only be exploited by the outside, but they self-exploit um, because they're so insulated. Oftentimes, not always, but because they're so oftentimes insulated, um, members of that tight-knit community will exploit other members within that community, um, and the, the people who who have. Um, this idea that these Sharia courts are legally binding and that these, you know, Sharia law is a real thing that needs to be followed in Britain. You know, the, these are people with little or no English language skills. They have very little access to resources. They have very little access to the same, uh, you know, processes that protect other people within that same society because they live in a community within a community. And they don't have any ability to access the resources outside of that community. And so they're ripe for fucking victimization. They're more ripe for victimization um, in uh, an, an immigrant community than they probably would be even back home. You know, you also have a culture where, that, where they try to make sure that, you know, women stay out of school. I mean, look at how many, how often that happens in all those different you know, Muslim countries, especially in, you know, in Afghanistan where they're, you know, trying to stop women from learning, you know, 
that's got to carry over too. Oh, absolutely. You know? So yeah. you're keeping them away from education. You're right. keeping them away from um, from experiencing society as somebody who is, you know, a person rather than a property. Who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole? It's Jesus. So see, so the story is from skepticmoney.com. Must be 14 to enter Catholic Church rules. Abuse is not a crime, not a serious crime, if the victim is 14 or older. It turns out that the, the Roman Catholic Church has decided that 14 is the age of consent. You get your own age of consent if you're a priest, that you just decide on for who you're fucking. Never mind the law of the land. You just decide on your own age of consent. Sure, yeah. Well, you know, it's better than Sharia law, five years old, I guess, you know. They've more than doubled that age. So, you know, I mean, you're almost tripling that age, Tom. That's, you know, that's a step forward, I think. It's actually restrictive. You know, I mean, (laughs) come on. This is pretty conservative. Yeah. Good grief. You can't can't have any fun in the Catholic Church. You got to wait till they're 14. Jeez. I mean, Cecil, that's like, that's an eighth grader or ninth grader. I mean, you can't. It's like barely a child rapist. (laughs) Like you're barely there. (laughs) Barely a child rapist. You can't go to the pedophile convention. You know what I mean? They're just like, no, you didn't rape any children this year. <laughs> Nambla is like barely – Nambla is considering whether or not to like evoke they're your gonna, creepy card. Yeah, they're going to pull your card. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, you, you know, you're not quite creepy enough. You're you're yeah. fringing on the on the almost legitimate here. Just yeah. a few – Give me a break. Years. 14 years old. Well, and then the idea is, is, that, is that this is another one of those fucking rubber band priesthoods, right? Where it's like – you know, up oh, we're gonna pull him out. Up oh, we're putting him back in. Up oh, we're pulling him out. Up oh, we're gonna put him back in. Look, he's not a fucking designated hitter, asshole. <laughs> he's a fucking abuser. He's a guy who fucking you know diddled kids. He needs to be fucking ejected from your order, not fucking thrown somewhere as a fucking janitor for a couple years and then comes back to fucking diddle more kids. You know, police your own organization so you don't have to have an organization like Snap to fucking do it for you. What? Why? Uh, what is so hard about having a zero tolerance policy for this stuff? I don't know, I man. Don't, you don't let, just just lay down the law. And be like, hey, first of all, you guys are supposed to be fucking nobody at all. Yeah. You're not supposed to be having sex you're with anybody. Be, you're supposed to be married to fucking Jesus or whatever. Yeah. Well, no, because that would be a gay marriage. Well, you're supposed okay. to just be like. Having like a bromance with Jesus. Bromance? <laughs> <laughs> You're having a bromance with Jesus. Oh man, it, it's but I mean, it, you're not supposed to have sex with anybody. Yeah. But just so, just say like, hey guys, listen for real. We said no sex with anybody, and we did kind of mean that. You took a vow. We'd like you to stick to it, but if you're gonna stray, can you just keep it to adults? That is not asking too much. Like, no kidding. Like a consenting adult. You know, like like how many crazy scandals, how many people are getting sued over, you know, a tryst with an adult woman or an adult guy? Right. Who gives a fuck? Nobody's going to no, sue yeah. you. Nobody's going to take you to court. Nobody's going to sue you for damages because you know what? It's consensual sex then. Yeah, right. The only thing that you did was you violated your own ridiculous rules that the rest of the people outside of your organization don't care about and never did. The only reason that this is a scandal 
is because you keep fucking children and then coming up with excuses for it. Like, well, we decided they weren't kids. Well, like, everybody else has decided that they are. Like, you're just, like, you don't get to just say, like, imagine if there was any other crime, right? Imagine if they said, like, you know, well, priests can steal your wallet because wallets can't belong to people. Like, what? (laughs) That's not true. We've decided that wallets do belong to people. Well, it's not a serious crime. Because that's what they say here. It's not a serious crime. It's not a serious crime because it's just a wallet. What? It's not a a serious crime because they're the adults committing the offense. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're never the fucking victims of that offense. Right. You can't be a priest when you're fucking 14 years old. You can't consent to be a priest when you're 14. What makes you think you should consent to sexual activity? With a priest. Oh, gosh. So you can't enter the priesthood, but the priesthood can enter you. Oh, no. You're a dick. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. See, so this next story is from WindyCityTimes.com. Also, kind of everywhere. Chick-fil-A, maybe, is ceasing anti-gay donations. <laughs> maybe. Possibly. This is Could a, be. Yeah, this is a story with maybe no story to it. Um, it's been reported kind of all over the place that Chick-fil-A is you know, kind of done a, a, a turnaround, that there was a letter that was sent to a Chicago alderman that said, nah, we were just kidding. <laughs> but uh, nobody's really seen that letter, and there hasn't been an official statement uh, that matches that from Chick-fil-A. So, so far, I'm not eating a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, and this is something I, I definitely want to This is something I definitely want to stress, too, is because it's easy to go out and show support for somebody, like all those dimwits who stood out fucking all night to show support for bigotry, right? All those idiots... And we're like, support Chick-fil-A today. And they went out and bought all this fucking food. Well, it's also, you know, we could certainly do that to show them, hey, thanks for coming around to the fucking, you know, logical side of the things. We're, we're happy you did that. Let me buy one of your chicken sandwiches. But if they haven't changed their mind yet and they're still not issuing a full statement that says, we reject those policies, we're only going to give fucking money to the homeless and we're only going to give money to a couple other things. We're going to stay out of, you know, marriage or gay marriage activism, then cool. You know what I mean? Like go fucking eat a Chick-fil-A sandwich if that's the thing you want to do. But if if this is still important to you and you didn't eat a Chick-fil-A because of this, maybe you should keep not eating there until they clarify their policy. Yeah, I'm going to definitely not go there. I will. And the thing is, is if they change their policy. I will go out of my way to eat a chicken. Yeah, I would. Too. I'd have to. There's not anyone near me. Yeah, I. I mean, yeah, I would have to go out of my way too. But right. you know, the fact of the matter is, is that I would support. I will. I will show my support for them once they renounce that policy. Not just say, you know, some half-hearted, you know, bullshit response that some people say hasn't even changed at all. Because the Washington Post today was reporting that nothing has changed. Other people are reporting that some things have changed. So I just want, I just want a clarification of policy. That's absolutely. all I want. Yeah, absolutely. And, if, and it's got to be something more than, well, we just we wanted to make sure that we would be able to open up a Chick-fil-A in Chicago. So although our minds haven't been changed, you know, we just want to make sure that we make a buck. 
you know, if it's that cynical, then get fucked. So we're going to take a break and give you all the information that you need to find us on Facebook, on Twitter. Send us email and voicemail, and we'll return in just a moment for the rest of the show. Want to contact Cognitive Dissonance? Visit them on Facebook. You can find the link at the website dissonancepod.com or type it in the Facebook search bar. Be sure to follow the guys on Twitter. Their handle is at dissonance underscore pod. The guys also post to Google Plus now, too, so check them out there. And if you'd like to email them, you can do so at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on the blog at their webpage or give them a call at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Long distance rates apply. And to everyone who listens, shares, retweets, or rates the show, Cognitive Dissonance would like to cordially thank you for all of your fucking support. See, so this next story is from the news source of all news sources. The greatest news source, Fox News. (laughs) Fox News. Pastors pledge to defy IRS, preach politics from pulpit ahead of election. More than 1,000 pastors are planning to challenge the IRS by deliberately preaching politics ahead of the presidential election, despite a federal ban on endorsements from the pulpit. Now, here in the States, it is uh, you lose your tax-exempt status um, if you are a religious organization that preaches politics. If you engage in politicking, then you can't be uh, tax-exempt any longer. And these idiots are trying to push the uh, hand of the IRS— Generally, not a good idea. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> um, and force this into court so they can try to have this law overturned. Yeah, you know, like every person in the United States fills out their form, you know, their fucking tax forms every year, hoping they don't get audited. These are the only idiots that hope they get audited. You right. know what I mean? Like, like these are the idiots out there that fucking, you know, expensed every lunch and didn't save the receipts. You exactly. Know? What a dumb fuck. But this guy says... At the end of the article, one of these dumb fucks, is, um, his name is Garlo. He says, if I would have said 50 years ago that tearing up a baby in the womb is a bad thing, people would have said, of course it is. But if I said that today, people would say, pastor, you're being too political. This dumb fuck doesn't understand the law. No. He can say that. Yeah, he I know. He can say it's not okay to get an abortion. He can say it's not okay to be married and be gay, you know, to have a gay marriage. He, he can say that right now. He just can't say Obama's for abortion. You can't vote for Obama or you shouldn't vote for Obama. I found an article that talks about this and it says uh, from this article, it says in short, 503C or 501c3 organizations, which is a nonprofit organization, may take sides with respect to political issues, but not political candidates. Since candidates commonly array themselves on opposite sides of issues, there are obvious difficulties at times in distinguishing between actions that support an issue, but not a particular candidate. Yeah, you can run into some muddy waters, but I guarantee, I guarantee they wouldn't come down on you if you were like, you know, you shouldn't get an abortion. And also, if there's a candidate out there that you want to vote for, maybe you should vote for them if they are for, you know, for, uh, I don't even want to say pro-life because it's fucking bullshit yeah, for right. no abortion, you know. So that's the, that's that's the fucking law, dummy. Learn the law. You know, you can already fucking do most of the things you want to do. Well, and why should they be tax exempt in the first place? Well, that's another fucking thing, you, right? You know, they're, they're talking about how it's blatantly unconstitutional. 
um, to have these vague standards and regulations and enforce it through a system of intimidation. They're not enforcing anything through a system of intimidation. You get a privilege you don't fucking deserve that you didn't earn because you have a privileged place in our society for no fucking reason. And yes, you have to do some things in order to earn that privilege. I don't think you have to do a hell of a lot. You have to just not do terrible shit. Like, you just have to not do the shit we said don't do. It's like, you don't have to pay any taxes. Okay, why? I don't know, religion, whatever. Fucking, who cares? Oh, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I think so too. What do I need to not do? Well, just don't endorse a candidate. Can I still talk about politics? Fuck yeah. Oh, okay. How is that, how, how is that a restraint? You get something nobody else gets. I pay fucking taxes. Yeah. You pay taxes? Fucking A. Here's, here's the other thing, Tom. You know those fucking assholes who live in the fucking glass mansions and they got all the fucking cars right. and shit? Fucking, you telling me you're a non-profit organization, you fucking assholes? You're driving you're living larger than anyone I know. Anyone I know. I'm a for-profit individual. You're a pro-for-profit individual. Those fuckers, what are they? They're, you're telling me that fucking, you know, the limo's in the budget, that the fucking chauffeur's in the budget, that the fucking 30-room mansion is in the budget. Oh, well, I'm not looking to fucking, you know, look, I'm not making, I'm not looking to make a profit. I'm looking to spend all this money. Exactly, right? You know, it's, it's uh, well, this is a uh, transportation expense. Oh, yeah, that Bugatti Veyron, you had to race over to pick up Jesus? Or yeah, what the fuck? No kidding. Idiots. I, I hope, I hope that this causes people to really spend a few moments thinking about why we have this tax-exempt status in the first place and look at how terribly it's being abused Yeah, you know, in all the ways that you said and take these idiots that are trying to force an issue. They, I mean, they, that's, like, that's like telling your kid that they can stay up two hours late and then they're fucking giving you a hard time because it's not three hours. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> you already got something. Yeah, yeah, You totally. get something every fucking day you didn't deserve. You know, like, I come downstairs, oh, I only got two Christmas presents. Uh, wine, wine, bitch, bitch. <laughs> Fuckers. I Cecil, I don't know story. if this story is true. <laughs> I want it to be true. And Cecil. Be true. I don't even care if it's true. Be true. It's I so commend funny. you to be true. <laughs> uh, this is from Gawker.com, and we were not able to vet this story Anywhere else. Like, yeah, oh but it God, even I says just... on the top, it says conspiracy know, theory. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Mitt Romney, quote, dyed his <laughs> face brown. <laughs> <laughs> to appeal to Latin voters. Oh, man. Oh, I'll tell you what, just looking at those two pictures. <laughs> you got something there. Look at his hands compared to his face. He definitely has some Oompa Loompa face going on. <laughs> totally does. Snooky actually called him to yeah. find out what his secret was. <laughs> <laughs> to appeal to Latin voters. Oh. Is he like he's coming out? He's like fucking rubbing chili peppers all over himself. <laughs> he's got like cheap yeah. ass fucking maracas. He should, if he wants, if he wants to appeal to Latin voters, he should come out in like a fucking, uh, like a, a a greenskeeper's outfit with a leaf blower. Oh, you know? no. <laughs> like what more racist shit could you no do? Kidding, it's like, right? It's like all of a sudden he's like, hey, hey, I want to appeal to Latin voters, so me and all my staffers are gonna show up in one car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? You offended? Oh, I, well, I thought I was like one of you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my 
my face. You are so easily swayed by color. Oh, God. That motors so are stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's like, what is doing? I can't wait until he's like comes out on stage and he's blacker than Obama. <laughs> it would be awesome if he blackface, but oh. he didn't go like brown. He did like straight up fucking black. Fucking like Amos and Andy style. <laughs> He starts talking. He's like, I don't know who's going to have at the White House. <laughs> he does his debate from, like, a front oh, porch. He's got a fucking, he does, like, a little dance. He's dancing up there. He's got his white hat. He's doing jazz hands. He's <laughs> <laughs> the most racist candidate. Oh, man. Oh, like, awesome. He's watching Bamboozled. He's like, these are some great ideas. This is... He's, he's debating and he's spitting watermelon seeds oh. into his spittoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dyed his, dyed his face brown oh to appeal god, to Latin awesome. voters. If if that is even remotely true, it would be so outrageously offensive. Right, like like all bets are off for stereotypes then. Like he can do anything. Like, he'll crash his car and be like, I was trying to appeal to Asian voters. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just doing every crazy racist thing he do. He just becomes like a racist stereotype. <laughs> just travels around America insulting groups of voters. <laughs> It's like it's like zero percent. Like he offends the, all of them. He offends absolutely offends. He offends the racists themselves at some point. They're just like you've taken this shit too far. Oh my god. Oh. I have no idea if this is true. I want it to be true, though. I don't believe it's true either. I, you know, what I think is that is that maybe his fucking makeup artist took the night off. And they just only had those colors in their palette. <laughs> maybe, maybe the makeup artist was like like a heavy Obama supporter. It's like I'm gonna make them look crazy as hell. Oh, you know, I want it to be true. We're not saying it's true, but if you look at these two pictures, it really does look like like that. He looks really brown in these pictures, and just his face. You know what I mean? So like he's so looking. brown that you could see like his eyelids look white still. He, He's a level of brown that nobody is brown. Like, yeah. that's like that's not a color found in nature, right? Like, that's like, he's halfway through changing if he's a chameleon. Yeah. Like, I, at some point, if you could turn that brown, your fucking tongue would dart out and grab a grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't put that past Romney either. <laughs> you know, the awesome. other thing, too, is that, you know, if he's going to come out and say that half of the United States is the entitled state, Right. Why right. is this so far off the mark? Why wouldn't he think that if he's trying to appeal to the Latino voters, he should just, you know, do something, some sort of stupid ploy like this? Why wouldn't he think that he already thinks like half the United States is freeloaders that, you know, can't think for themselves that have low self-esteem, basically? Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a level of disconnect with this guy that. That, I mean, it really doesn't render this impossible. It renders it very unlikely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you would think that somebody in his staff would be like, whoa, brown face? <laughs> you, wait, you really? want to do what? Mit, 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 mit,
That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Look, if you want to do this right, you got to have a bandana halfway down your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, repeat after me. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> oh, man. I, oh, the the second picture, though, with him in the sombrero and the big mustache. Oh, it's so fucking is funny. seriously one of the greatest pictures ever. That looks authentic. And the best part is, is he's wearing like a fucking $45,000 suit. Right. Well, you know? I like underneath it, it says he is the one percent. The one percent. It's such a bad joke. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! Oh. You what? know, at some point, like, don't you uh. think, like, Ashton Kutcher is gonna like? Break into one of Romney's ads and like look at the camera and be like, "Ah, oh, you've been punked." <laughs> like, there the is no candidate from the Republican right? Party. <laughs> they didn't run anybody. Are you kidding me? Oh man, like he is he is seriously more comedy gold than Palin, though. I mean, like he really is funnier than Palin. Oh yeah, he's he is as clueless. I'm not even sure he's convinced he's running. <laughs> How do you make that kind of gaffe that he made last week? You know, where he, like, no idea. says all kinds of crazy bullshit. I mean, I, I guess they said it was, like, f- a lot of money for that dinner, whatever it was. It was, like, $2,000 or something stupid like that per plate, right? Right. So you got to figure you're in polite company. You know, you really got to fucking want it to fucking videotape that shit and then put that out on the Internet and spend two grand to do it. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a dedication to your craft at that point. You're just like, oh, all right, cool. You got them. And in some states, that's like against the law. Yeah, I think in in a lot of places you have to, um, although I don't know if if that would be considered a public speech or not. Yeah. You know, if that's considered a public speech, then it's fine. But, yeah, a lot of places you have to have the consent of both parties to record. Yeah. Um, But But in some states, just have to have the consent of one party. Like Illinois, you only have to have the consent of one party to record a conversation. But, you know, the other thing, too, is like, like, if you're doing that, you've got to expect that, like, the press is going to fucking scrimp and save enough money to fucking get in there. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, you just don't. I, I, I think that there's it's sort of like the Catholics. Right. It's easy. Like, just make a rule. Don't say crazy shit, asshole. Yeah. You're running for the presidency. Don't alienate forty seven percent. Don't 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 suggest that half of America you're not real interested in governing. Yeah, no kidding. So Tom, today uh, we nearly reached two thousand dollars with the Apocalypse Without Borders uh, Doctors Without Borders charity drive. Uh, we got a huge donation today, and I can definitely say that uh, it was over two hundred and fifty dollars from one person. So that'll tell you where you're at on the uh, scale here. So if you donated less than that and you think, man, you know, I'd love to get that shirt. Well, maybe not because there's somebody who donated over $250 today um, in one go, which was awesome. We are really excited about what's happening. And, and in fact, we're in talks right now to get our tees, T-shirts better at this point to get like actually have like T-shirts that are worth wearing. So the person who does wind up getting the t-shirt, we'll have a good t-shirt too. So we're, we're pretty happy about the way this is going. We're really pleased with how much money people are donating. That's very, very generous. Our listeners have shown that they're extremely generous. Absolutely. See, so this story is from usnews.nbcnews.com. 
Um, it's also kind of everywhere as well. Empty chair lynchings. If anybody was unfortunate enough to see the uh, speech uh, by uh, Clint Eastwood from the RNC, um, he he chatted with an empty chair pretending that was Barack Obama. Um, either that or he really was so fucking ridiculously out of it that he thought that was Barack Obama. <laughs> Um, but now chair lynchings are becoming a thing where people are lynching empty chairs. Not real subtle, guys. Not real subtle at all. How'd you like this if one of your neighbors was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a little throwback party. You know, a little uh, retro theme. Back to the good old days where we lynched black folk for getting uppity. What? Yeah, no kidding. And you know this fucking crotchety old bastard is probably old enough to have participated in one of these things. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like you can't be a young man, I think, and be and throw this thing up there. No. Or a young woman. You gotta you gotta know what the fucking you know the history behind this thing is. And what does it say anyway? What does it say? It says, you know, we used to lynch fuckers like you. Okay, great. So fucking what, dude? You know what you're doing now? You're sitting in your fucking house jerking off to fucking Fox News. Storing up all your fucking impotent rage, dude. Well, good. You can't do anything about it. You're getting outvoted (laughs) and you're going to be dead in a few years. Who cares what you think? You know, all you can do, the best you can do, is go out and, and, and produce a symbol of hate in your yard. Man, you're a fucking hero, man. Holy shit. And the fucking other three degenerates that think you're a hero, they're fucking awesome too. Well, you know, there, there is a certain advantage to this kind of thing happening, honestly, in your community. You can identify the racist assholes. Right. Right? You know, it's, it's like you don't have to wait for that awkward conversation standing around in the driveway, you know, like having a beer with your neighbor, and then your neighbor all of a sudden says something crazy, and you're like, uh, well, we'll be skipping your house on Halloween. Sure. You just... Walk around the neighborhood. Got an empty chair hanging from a tree. Well, guess who's not coming to my fucking barbecue? No you kidding, know? right? Fucking way to isolate yourself through hate. You know, this, this is a world that's fucking gone. It's not coming back, guys. It's not ever coming back. There's never going to be an America. That's I think that's the like that's the thing that the social conservatives just they they can't seem to understand. It's gone. It, it's never coming back. There's never going to be a day where, where, the, where the blacks get on the bus and they say, hey, you know what? Maybe we should go to the back. Yeah. That's not going to fucking happen. Or your, one, I, your, your white guy's going to send and be like, hey, you blackies, get in the back of the bus. And then they're right. like, oh, sorry. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah oh, that's going to fucking happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what's going to happen is, is you're going to replay that shit in your fucking fantasies. Because exactly. that's the only place yep. that that exists. Yeah. It doesn't exist in the real world anymore. You're not, blin- you're not lynching a human being. You're lynching a fucking inanimate object. I hope you're fucking proud of yourself. Good for you. You're showing a great symbol of hate. Be like yep. if there was a fucking Jewish guy who said that and they stuffed the chair in an oven. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, right? it's the no, same fucking right. thing, right? You're right. Yeah. You know, or he's a fucking Native American, they throw a blanket over it or something like that. <laughs> blanket over it. But seriously, like, like stuff, stuff a chair in an oven. Oh, look, this is what we do to Jews. Awesome, right. dude. Good for you. You're a fucking hate-filled fuckwad. Yep. And you're just identifying, like, you're identifying your irrelevancy to the community. Yeah. So... And if you're not, you're fucking driving down home values. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, thinking about buying that three-bedroom ranch next to the Lynchy house. Lynchy? <laughs> um, no. No, the Lynch has moved out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Maybe on second thought, 
I won't raise my kids in a fucking hate-filled environment of degenerate assholes. And where did this happen? Let me just double-check where this happened. I'm sure it was in fucking Texas. Austin, Texas. Centerville, Virginia. That's not happening on the streets of Vermont. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. It's... <laughs> Uh, agencies of government. The EPA needs to be rebuilt. But There's you no can't, doubt about but that. But you can't name the third one? The third agency of government, yeah. I, would, I would do away with the education, uh, the uh, <laughs> commerce. I, I, commerce, and let's see. I can't. The third one, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Commerce, education, and the, um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> the, um, uh, uh, EPA? EPA, there you go. No. So, this next story from Talking Points Memo. Rick Perry blames the separation of church and state on Satan. <laughs> okay, Rick. Yeah, you really, you, you nailed that one. Just you got that. Remember that time when you were relevant for about six minutes of your fucking political life, Rick Perry. That's over now. Time to crawl underneath your rock. He's still the governor of Texas. He is nobody. It's a huge rock. He's got to crawl. That is true. You win. (laughs) It's an enormous rock. But this guy is fucking. This is the Dominionist shit. You know what I mean? Like at one point in this article, he's like saying fucking. There's a fucking battle between Satan and shit. He says something like, let me read it. It says, you think about this spiritual warfare that's going on, going strong as President Obama and his cronies in Washington, cronies, what is this, 1940? His cronies in Washington (laughs) continue their efforts to remove any trace of religion from American life. And it falls on us. I mean, we are truly Christian warriors, Christian soldiers. Yeah, Shane, we got to get the religion out of the churches, Shane. because of his cronies, Shane. (laughs) Cronies. You know, I had this great dame that was running with me. She had great gams. <laughs> Everything was going just fine until Satan walked into the room. <laughs> he had a Maltese falcon under his arm. <laughs> well, according to, to Rick, Satan runs across the world with his doubt and his untruths and what have you. And one of those untruths out there that is driven of, is that people of faith should not be involved in the... Shut the fuck up, Rick. <laughs> Can you finish the quote? I can't. Who can? Who can? This is is a man suggesting that people of faith Uh, are being uh, kicked out of public life, kicked out of the the public arena, kicked out of politics, when he is the fucking governor of Texas and a former presidential candidate. Yeah. (laughs) How can he possibly say those words? And I can't even read them. I, I simply, I can't even read them without just being like, my brain won't do that. Like, it just won't do that. It's like putting your car in fucking reverse and drive at the same time. So your car's <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. I won't do it. Uh, it says here, Perry said the separation of religious and civic institutions in the U.S. began with a narrative that first took root in the 1960s. <laughs> and we looked it up and, like, two of the major things about, like, like religion in the public sphere and Christianity coming to the fore in the United States happened in the 50s. Uh, they put... Uh, in God We Trust on the Money in 57 on paper money. And then they put uh, they, they put the under God in the pledge in 1954. So, like, 
what, just like a couple years earlier, everybody's like, go, oh, Christianity, Christianity rules. And then, like, they get to 1960, and they're like, fucking, who are we talking about? Satan. Satan rules. Let's rock with Satan. They just yeah. fucking forgot. You just forgot about the fucking godless communists when, like, the Cold War was at, like, its height in the 60s? You can't get worried about the facts when you're starting, you know, you got Satan walking around spreading untruths. Gosh, learn a fucking read it. I know that you're in charge of the books in your state and what gets into schools. And that's the most terrifying thing, right? Is this guy's probably a decider or some, one of his staff is a deciding factor on what they learn in Texas. But, geez, just read a history book, bro. Look at Wikipedia for 30 minutes. That, again, you, you, you can't. You're getting you're getting all worked up, Cecil, about these ideas. The fa- you know this all began with a culture. You're upset about a cultural narrative that began in the 1960s, you know. And and just because it began way, 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 way before that, doesn't mean what he said is less true. It just means that Satan is is editing Wikipedia, <laughs> you know. And, and then the yeah. hi- Satan edited the history books before Rick Perry even said that. That's how clever Satan is. See, but Satan's running, though. Like, where does I, he, he find the time to run? No, he's got, like, a tablet. It's oh, fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, does he no, dictate? He, like, runs with his Bluetooth in his ear and he dictates to his <laughs> he's secretary? Got, he's got Siri. Yeah. He's like, Siri, can Siri? you change the Wikipedia entry for me? <laughs> Amend history. <laughs> he's got a really powerful version of Siri. <laughs> well, Satan gets his own Siri. Yeah, he and that's, yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah, Apple loves him. Just <laughs> Steve Jobs made it just for him. That call to Sandy came in around 6 in the evening. Sandy didn't know exactly what city her son was in and called local hospitals. Three hours later, a woman called 911 to report the death. And what's your name? My name is Living Being. But instead of asking for help, the woman just asked for someone to come get the body. Can I transfer you over to medical just in case, sir? No, I really I think it's unnecessary. So, Cecil, we have a follow-up from our story from last week about the, uh, the, the the guy who died at a spiritual retreat when his life retreated right out of his body. Yeah. This is a follow-up from ArizonaFamily.com. It's actually AZFamily.com, ArizonaFamily.com. Um, and the, the story is actually sadder. It's even sadder and weirder. Much weirder. Um, this is uh, a story about Joe Fitzpatrick, who went to a spiritual healer to get rid of his diabetes. He had type 1 diabetes, didn't want that any longer, was going to go through a detox process and some spiritual mumbo-jumbo. Didn't work out for him. Had him eating greens and almonds. At greens and almonds? Yeah, that'll probably kill you if you have type 1 diabetes and don't take your shit. He's now feeding the greens. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, because he is dead. Yeah, and this is the this is the same story. We were actually somebody had mentioned to us via email. They said, "Hey, you know, you guys were talking about the living beings thing. Well, what was the big deal about it? Well, the big deal is is that this guy met these people. Um, I think they said in an Occupy protest he met them, and then he heads on over to the uh, to their fucking. I and, you know at this point it looks like an abandoned house. It doesn't even look like a fight. Like if you watch a video, you're just like people live in that. And then um, he went there, and they convinced him to get off his insulin medication. They're like, oh, well, you don't need that because we fucking can spiritually heal you. And then he dies, and then they, <laughs> they call this uh, – they call the mother and say, hey, come get the body. Oh, God, what a great phone call that is. And yeah. the mother's like – starts freaking out and starts calling a bunch of places. And then I, I think they said it was like a day or two later they called 911. The people who had the body called 911. 
And when they when they ask on that, you can listen to the nine one one tape because at one tape one time, at one point they say, uh, "Can I ask who I'm speaking to?" The nine one one operator says, and the woman's like, "You're speaking to a living being." <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like – and then she does that. You could totally hear her laugh because last week we read that she laughed and chuckled. But she really does. She says, should we call medical personnel and send them out? She's like, I, I really don't think that's necessary. <laughs> he's already stinking. See, because he's fucking dead. You know, because we told him not to take his fucking medication. You know right. the stuff that was keeping him alive his whole life? Yeah. That stuff is pretty useful when you have fucking diabetes. It turns out. Like when you're just like – Hey, I don't regulate insulin. Oh, well, we've got some shit that'll help you do that. Well, what about if I just eat fucking greens and almonds? No. No, you'll die. <laughs> you, you Just ask the living beings that don't yeah. have fucking diabetes. Fucking terrible human beings. And how do you ever think that's funny? You know, how are you like, oh, that person came to me for help and they're dead? <laughs> I'll gamble bad cards. Things don't always work out like I planned I'll get hurt, but I'll heal Then say, ready, Lord, your deal I feel lucky, let's play one more hand I'm a sad I'm a sad I'm a sad Cecil, do you have a 401k or retirement at your work? <laughs> I do <laughs> When you, when you pick I'm not your, investing in this. <laughs> when you pick your funds, you know, like when you're – because it's an important decision. Yeah, you know? I, I when trust Fidelity. When you're, <laughs> when you're picking which funds to invest in, you're like, ah, oh, maybe I should go with like a mid-cap growth stock or, you know, you're trying to you know decide on what to do. And then you, know, you could do what they do from this story in Marketplace.org, and that is to const- consult the stars, specifically astrology signs. <laughs> And see what fucking phase Neptune is in or whatever. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's going to sink your portfolio, that's for sure. <laughs> what do these people do? Like, what they do is they, you know, there's a lot of bullshit in, in the stock market as it is. There's, there's people that think that, you know, there's a lot of ways to pick stocks and a lot of ways to follow the markets. You know... I think the people that are most successful are the most informed, the ones that know. Because, I mean, think about it this way, right? It's it's a crime in some cases to know too much information about stocks. So Right, right. No, that's The more point. you know, the, more, the better chance you have. This is taking that and throwing it right out the window and saying, you know what? I don't want to know anything. All I want to know is if the fucking planets are in conjunction. Oh, we're in fucking Virgo? Shit, buy 100 shares of Virgin. You know, right. oh, we're in we're in Capricorn. <laughs> fuck, buy a hundred shares of fucking Goatfish Enterprises. Goatfish you Enterprises. Know? Like what the fuck? Like how does this even work? It doesn't work. That's how it works. They just fucking pretend something, and then it's just the same way that this person is. You know, they're telling you what you want to hear, right? Just the same way you would call a psychic. Just the same way that you would talk to an astrologer or a fucking tarot card reader. They're gonna tell you what you want to hear, and you're always gonna fucking. Blame the misses on yourself and blame the hits on them. And so it's going to work out every time. Well, it, it's really – it's like it's an industry. It's like it, – it's an idea, you know. I mean it's gambling. So it's absolutely rife for this sort of uh, nonsense to take hold. I mean in, in this same article, you know, 
Crawford warns his 2,000 subscribers particularly against the dangers of Mercury and retrograde. I mean, shut the fuck up. Mercury and it retrograde. It is a planet. You, you, do you really think that all of a sudden stocks are going... Doesn't that suggest, too, that stocks just go up and down based on nothing? Like, based on nothing? It, like, it doesn't matter that the you know unemployment figures just came out and they were a little disappointing or that... You know, uh, Chase or, you know, some other major banking institution, you know, had a a, a, um, a judgment levied against them for, you know, robo signing or, you know, that it, never mind all of these things. Never mind, you know, the success or failure of Facebook's IPO or the, you know, uh, Fed deciding to buy treasury bonds. Like all that stuff doesn't fucking matter. What matters? What's Mercury doing right now? Does it appear to be going backwards in the sky? Because if so, I'm fucked. Yeah. That, you're a fucking idiot. You have more fucking money than you have fucking brains. If at any point you're like, I really got to see what my Pisces fucking hooju <laughs> bullshit says in the newspaper before I decide yeah. what stocks to buy. Or, you know, whether I, I should dump my money into a CD. I don't even know enough about astrology to make fun of it well enough. You know what I mean? Like, Because <laughs> like, it's so garbage. fucking stupid. It's, I mean, it really is the stupidest of all the pseudoscience bullshit. Because you're saying these planets have some sort of effect. You know, because first you're saying they have an effect on yourself, right? Well, I'm born in the fucking cancer sign, so I like <laughs> fucking... I, re- I got I like wearing my shirt cut low, and I like banging girls in the butt. What? You know what I mean? Like... like like what does it say about you? Oh, it means it means all this bullshit. And it's like and it's and if you read those, I've seen it a hundred times where they sh- they read them out to the audience and they say, okay, how many of you think this is your sign? And like half of them, fucking more than half, raise their hand. And it can't be all of them. You know what I mean? Right. It can't be all of them. It can't be a third of them. It's supposed to be about one twelfth of them. But instead, it's like fucking half or more of them raise their hand and be like, yep, that sounds like me, because they're all like. Really simple things that most people can find in themselves pretty easily. And the same thing goes for this. It's like, you know, all you've got to do is just say some really general shit and people will just fucking – said 2,000 subscribers. Yeah, That's a lot of fucking people, man. And you know he's not giving that shit away. It says, it says this guy charged $237 annually for her newsletter, which 300 traders to subscribe subscribe for news on what will happen to stock prices of companies. Let me do the math. 200 times, and, and you know, just knock the 37 off. 200 times 300? You know, at $60,000 if you knock the fucking 37 off, you know? And that's another sixth of the price. So you know what I mean? Throw another 10k on there, probably 70 close to $70,000 in one year for typing up nonsense on a newsletter? I'll do it for half price. Good, I'll do it for half good price. Lord. Idiots. These people deserve getting fucking misled. I don't like to say that, but they fucking do. Well, you know what? I mean, like like you're right. These people have money to burn. And mercury in retrograde sounds like you had poisoning. Like you, like you know, like you broke a thermometer and some of it spilled on your hand. So we got a couple voicemails this time. Uh, we got a we got one from Andy. We're gonna play that one first. Then we got another one from somebody I don't know their what their name was because it kind of gets cut off in the beginning. Um, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna read that one afterwards. Hey guys, this is uh, Andy Campbell from back in St. Louis. I had sent you that uh, message not too long ago about my, I drive a limousine for a living, 
about my son uh, when I took him to the airport as far as uh, him yelling ninjas when he saw the Muslim ladies. I just thought you guys, of all people, would get a kick out of who I am picking up. I am over in Cahokia, Illinois, at a private airport, and of all the people at my company that they decide to send to pick up Joyce Myers and her religious nutbags, they chose me. So I'm sitting in the car waiting for them to land, hoping not to be proselytized to. Thanks. Hey, this is Russ calling from Antica. I was a former worship leader at an Assemblies of God church. We were Pentecostal. I was born uh, and raised Southern Baptist. And, of course, my mom uh, is still uh, involved in that. But I left about two years ago and became an atheist. And uh, I really enjoy your show. And uh, I just want to thank you for that. And uh, I just love hearing you guys and uh, appreciate the podcast. Keep up the good work. Thanks. So that voicemail, Tom, um, Google Voice thought it said something. It probably didn't even come close. They weren't as bad as usual. Hello. This is We're Calling from Antica. (laughs) I was a former worship leader. It is Assemblies of God Church. We were Pentecostal. I was born and raised Southern Baptist. And of course, my mom, it's still involved in that. But I left about two years ago and became a siesta. (laughs) (laughs) And I really enjoy your show. (laughs) And I just want to thank you for that. And I just love hearing you guys and appreciate the podcast. Keep up the good work. Thanks. So... <laughs> that was great. Not too bad. Yeah. They're, you know, they're getting a little better. Yeah. Thanks to both the people who called in. Um, Andy, I'm sorry about uh, the fare that you had there. And uh, and we're happy to have you, um, person whose name was Garbled. We got an email, Tom, from uh, – let me see if I can pronounce this. It's uh, Bean? Boon? Ben. Ben sends us an email. That's it. <laughs> ben. Um, B-N? <laughs> B-N. B-N? B-N? I can't pronounce these foreign names. <laughs> Maybe I should wear blackface when I try to pronounce it. Well, that's what that's what Romney was saying a lot. He was saying B-N a lot, you know, the entire day. B-N, B-N. Muy B-N. Uh, no, stop, B-N. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Ugh. he sends an email about uh, bestiality entering the gay wedding, uh, the gay marriage debate um, down, and this is in Australia. And there's a guy on here who is so furious. Mad. Senator Corey Bernardi looks just so mad. So he looks like mad. he looks like if he was on the if he was on the football field, he'd be sacking the quarterback right now. <laughs> he's watching his fucking best friend sleep with his wife right now. <laughs> Like that's what he's watching. He's looking over, like, God damn it, you slut! He's so mad. He's so mad. Why do you look so mad? It's so. It's such an unflattering picture. I fucking love. Yeah, that they he looks took like this picture he this looks guy. like Christian Bale after they just killed his parents in Batman. <laughs> he's gonna go back and like learn all the martial all arts. The like that's what he's gonna learn. do. 
But what do you think about this 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 bestiality and and marriage and the gay marriage debate? It comes up a lot. It it does, and it's nonsense every time, right? I mean, because and he even sort of cites what nonsense it is because he. He says, there are even some creepy people out there who say that it's okay to have consensual sexual relations between humans and animals. Will that be a future step? No. Because <laughs> animals can't consent. Like, like, the animals can't consent to sex, so how, right. no. It's so stupid. It's like, it's like well, uh, you know, is it a consensual relationship when I'm fucking my dog against its will? <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, it is not a consensual relationship, you dumb fuck. You are basically raping the dog or the goat or the sheep or whatever you're fucking, the lobster. Whatever you have, you know, the gerbil that's tied up and stuffed up your ass. Whatever it is, you're fucking it. It's fucking, it is, you are raping it. Woo, rock lobster. If you're that's clipping the fucking, I love. if you're clipping fucking bass scallops on your nuts, that's fucking rape. <laughs> Are those nipple clamps? No, they're actually nipple clams. <laughs> nipple nipple clams. Nipple clams. I use mollusks. Yeah. You know, I've got oh. a mollusk fetish. Oh. <laughs> I like to. I like... <laughs> what a fucking retard! Oh. You know, I'll believe that it's consensual when my dog fucking hits on me. Yeah. Like when I sit down and the dog's like, "Hey." You uh, been working out? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> What's up, big guy? He got any peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty flexible. I can stretch. <laughs> I just lick my own balls. I can't even suck. Oh, <laughs> can you scratch behind your ear with your foot? Oh, that's awesome. You know, you know. Here's how you know if it's consensual. Go fuck a gorilla, bro. You know? <laughs> He'd be pounded into a puddle in like 30 seconds. <laughs> Such a stupid thing to say. Oh, man. Anybody who listens to that doesn't understand sex or consent. They don't understand the idea of consent. They really have no idea what consent means. Oh. And, it's, and, that's, and that's just a disconnect in general. Um, because look at, you know, I mean, you're looking at the uh, the the... Muslims, they don't understand what consent is. The Catholic priests don't understand what consent is. And the people who are against um, gay marriage that want to compare it to bestiality, they have no idea what consent is. So what we really need right. is a fucking consent right. awareness day. <laughs> it's, like a, it's, it's like a pamphlet, but it's just one page. <laughs> it just has the definition of consent on it. To agree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Do they do they consent? Let me consult my handy dandy pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking flow chart that just goes one direction. You just need to hire fucking Jeeves to stand next to you. And be like, was that consent? No, no, sir. No, the the dog did not consent to the rape there. <laughs> oh we want to thank you though, Bubine Ben, for sending in your email. We're only giving him shit because he says he he was hoping that we would fumble over his foreign name. So. Um, we want to thank uh, all the people who uh, rated us this week. Um, we got another uh, group of ratings. At this point, we're up to 300 and almost 320 uh, iTunes ratings. Um, that really helps the show when you do that, and we really appreciate everybody who rates the show. Um, and we're excited every time we see them. We love to see them. Some of them are great, and and it always cheers us up during the week whenever we get good good ratings on iTunes. Um, 
we'll we, we check them you know maybe once or twice a week and we'll you know message each other and be like hey did you see the latest one so we're really really grateful when people do that absolutely and the rest of my life is drab and meaningless yeah so, I mean, help <laughs> need me a out. little need a little meaning in our life here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but thank you very much for doing that. And uh, and thank you for everybody who's donated to Apocalypse Without Borders. In the next couple of weeks, watch our site because we will be getting a new T-shirt vendor. We'll be getting more of that money and the T-shirts will be better. So, I mean, it's a fucking win-win. We won't have all the knickknacks and shit, I don't think. I think we're going to kill that site where with all the knickknacks and the fucking mugs and all that. But you'll just be able to get shirts and, you know, come on. That's all you really wanted anyway. I mean, who are we kidding? Um, and then uh, we just got... Tom, we made our first dollar, few dollars off the podcast through the sale of our apps. We did. We we fu- we got a check in the mail. I almost fucking fell over when I got the uh, thirty six dollars that we've made on our apps. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, everybody who awesome. bought an app, um, who bought apps for both Apple and uh, and Android. Uh, we're ecstatic when you buy the apps. We're happy to, that people are listening to the show through these. And, you know, like, I like them because I can stream. You can stream through them. You can also stream through Stitcher, obviously, if you wanted to, or other podcast playing programs. But if you want to support the show, just remember to go to our, go to our website, and you could buy the app right there. So it's a short show this week. We apologize for the short show, but I was uh, I am going out of town for the weekend, so uh, so I want to make sure that I record the show before I leave, and it will be posted hopefully in the normal time. If you get it tomorrow, hey, that's awesome. If you get it Sunday, hey, that's normal. If you get it Monday, hey, that's late. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to make any fucking promises. But uh, but we thank everybody for listening, and as always, we will leave you with the Skeptics Creed: Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 